Raiders is a team that we don't care for. Something, something, With Lord Lattimore Volk, Jess Place, and Tim Lynch. Yes, my master. Get involved in the conversation at milehighreport.com. Hello, everybody. It's Patriots Week again. I'm Jess Place, joined by Lori Lettermore Volkman on this special repeat edition of Something Something Broncos. You thought we were playing the Patriots last week. Well, guess what? We got the Patriots this week. They got the COVID. The league danced around, messed around, and the Broncos schedule is completely screwed up. And we're playing the Patriots this weekend, maybe, hopefully, probably. We'll, we'll see. How are you doing, Lori? I'm still annoyed by this whole Patriots-Broncos schedule mix-up or repeat or redo or whatever you want to call it. I'm annoyed that Patriots got the better end of that deal, in my opinion. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like, they get the COVID. They, uh, they screwed around and got sick, and uh, the Broncos are paying the, the price for it. We were supposed to play Miami this week and the Patriots last week, but no, we have the Patriots this week. DenverBroncos.com, they, ha- they have like these awesome printable schedules and they have updated it. So uh, I still have to print mine out, but uh, I have it here. Uh, the Miami game has been moved to uh, late November. Uh, looks like right before Thanksgiving. So rather than play them this week, we're playing them next month. <laughs> and, and our bye week that was originally supposed to be week eight, uh, is, is now uh, occupied by the Chargers. We're going to play the Chargers that week. Uh, and we were supposed to play the Chargers, oh, the same day we were supposed to play Miami. So uh, for those of you keeping track, uh, the Patriots got COVID, uh, the Broncos are paying the price. <laughs> the Patriots got COVID and the Broncos got screwed. That is what we were trying to say. <laughs> I know, well, like, how does this work? Well, and then further complicating things. I mean, not that I expect for this to go on forever, but uh, as we record this on uh, Thursday, uh, I, I look ahead to our week nine matchup against the Atlanta Falcons, who today had their facility closed uh, because of COVID. So who knows uh, how that will affect our schedule. I'm sure the NFL will find a way uh, to screw us again. And it's too bad Tim is not here today with us because he posted an article saying that this actually helps the Broncos more because we get Drew Locke back. But I, I honestly disagree. I feel like they have their full team and we will get a few guys back but it kind of messed up our schedule. We gave them the time to get back to practice and to get their full team back. And the Patriots don't need all that. Like we need the advantages. We should have had them on. They didn't get to practice for three days. They don't have their star quarterback and their star cornerback and we should be able to play them then. (laughs) That's, that's how I feel. I agree. I agree. I, I, I don't understand how this happened. Like I, it, it, Broncos played by the rules and then they're going to get hosed. Yeah. They get Drew Locke back and, um, and Philip Lindsay, hopefully will be back. Having all these guys back is good. I, although I would rather have them come back against Miami than Patriots for the second week in a row. You have a better chance against the Patriots with Drew Locke and Philip Lindsay and AJ Bouye. 
but I don't think we have a great chance against them. And we definitely would have had a better chance if they didn't have Cam and they didn't have their best cornerback, even if we were playing with Brett Rippon and Melvin Gordon. Because we might not have Melvin Gordon this week, which we will talk about in a minute. And, you know, we our quarterback situation, while definitely better with Drew Locke, I'm just not sure we can really compete against this Patriots team. And furthermore, aside from the fact that I think they, we should have been able to play them without those players, what I really think is they should have had to forfeit the game because they couldn't field the team safely having tested positive so close to the game day. You know, it's not safe to let us play them. They should just forfeit. That, that is how it should happen. We should have a win right now. I'm all for playing the game. We should have played the game. I mean, if they tested negative, then field their team. Like, you know, if Cam's out there licking light switches and doorknobs and stuff, catching COVID, then then that's their problem. Like, right. <laughs> that is their problem. You know, like the whole league messed up the Broncos' schedule and by they don't get a bye week. They prepared all week for the Patriots last week, and now and now they don't get a, a week off. So, oops, sorry. Cam caught COVID, so uh, you guys, you know, you're host. Right. Sorry. Right. So they end up getting like three days off, and now we have 12 weeks of playing football straight. And the playoffs afterwards. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's not go to crazy. <laughs> they have 12 weeks. In those 12 weeks, we are going to play the Patriots. We're going to play the Chargers, the Chiefs, and the Raiders twice. We're going to play the Saints. We're going to play the Bills. The one team that I think might be a respite is going to be the Falcons. And hopefully they will have COVID by then. <laughs> Are you wishing COVID on the Falcons? No, I'm not. No, come Actually, on. I'm wishing COVID on like the Chiefs and the Raiders. <laughs> you can't wish COVID on people. Come I on. I can too if they're right. <laughs> I hate them. No COVID hex. All it's right. not, it's all bad right. juju to, to, to do the COVID hex on That's these people. True. I'm, I, do I'm not I don't support that at all. Like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I don't support COVID. Not really. You, you just want to win so bad that you're like, I look. Just think, I just like, feel like our only chance to win most of those games is going to be a forfeit by the other team. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Tennessee, they're actually pretty good, and we played them pretty close. And Pittsburgh is actually pretty good, and we pay, played them pretty close. Tampa Bay is okay, and we totally collapsed. But that was because Drew Locke got hurt, and we beat the Jets. So maybe we're not as bad as we thought earlier in the year. And, and it's kind of a unique position uh, to be in, to, to be talking like this as a Broncos fan, because I've never had to be like, well, those losses weren't so bad because those teams are really good. Now that we have been consistently not great the last few years, some would say bad, I would say not great. We end up talking like this and it's gross and I don't like it, but it's where we are. We had much fewer injuries on those first two games too. We had Noah Fant, and we had Cortland Sutton, and we had Drew Locke. You know, we've dwindled those away as we've gone. <laughs> Hopefully, we're getting a couple of them back, but Noah Fant is 50-50. A.J. Bouye, I think, is still 50-50. Drew Locke should be back. Phil Lindsay should be back. It's still not going to be our strongest team, and we're facing a very strong New England Patriots now. You know, we'll see how it goes. Maybe maybe your, your COVID hex will come true. <laughs> I know what. <laughs> Don't bring this back to me. I will say, despite my complaining and my hexes, I do appreciate 
Vic Fangio's approach to this, which is quit complaining. We knew this season was always going to have a need for adjustments, as he put it. To put it lightly. Yeah. And so this is what it is. Like, this is what we have to deal with. So quit complaining about it and just play the game and get ready and prepare and be mentally prepared to play whenever you have to. So I think that is exactly the way the head coach should approach this and how he should meet with the team and how he should be an example for the team. But fans like you and I can still bitch about it. That's right. That's right. (laughs) Speaking of bitching about things, I would like to bitch about Melvin Gordon getting a DUI. What an idiot. I mean, come on, dude. What are you doing? You know, he was one of the few players complaining on Twitter about the bye week that, you know, they suddenly got handed to them. And I, like I said, I am with him on that happening. But I'm a fan. Like, for players, they shouldn't be out there doing that probably. And I think, again, Fangio's admonishment to the team that way was good. But then it's almost like he just kind of was like, screw it, I'm going to go out drinking on our on this bye week that we have, and I'm not going to get an Uber or a Lyft that the NFL has a contract with. They can get these rides all day long. There's just no reason not to get a ride home. He got it on Spear Boulevard in downtown Denver, that, that kooky diagonal road that cuts across the heart of Denver. I've been there, but I haven't been going 75 and a 35. like that. I have not done that. You know better than that. Come on, you're smarter than that. He's actually super lucky he didn't get hurt or he didn't hurt somebody else because 40 miles an hour over the speed limit drunk is so immature and so stupid when you are a superstar. Like you're endangering yourself. You're going to hurt your team because you're going to be suspended. And you just kind of showed all of Broncos country that you really don't care that much about playing football and being serious about it. Well, I, I liked what Fangio said. He's like, I'm disappointed in him. Like, like it was like such like a dad thing. It was I, like, know. I just, you know. Right. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Right. Because we all know that the worst thing to do with your parents is to have them be disappointed in you rather than to be mad at you. Because then you just feel <laughs> right. bad. <laughs> you can't you just see Melvin like walking into his office like, yell at me. Yell at me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure he walked out in the practice field today like, all right. I well, he did practice today. He right? did practice today. But Fangio did say he is still deciding what to do with Gordon for the game. So he's practicing, but it's not for sure that he'll get to play this Sunday. And, of course, the, the league will make a decision. Well, the league is really good at, like, waiting until, like, the least opportune moment to do it. <laughs> like, and they never do it fast because, I, I, I like, is there a question? Like, I, I don't, like, there was a good reason he was drunk at going 40 miles over the yeah. speed limit. I don't know. Uh, but guaranteed, uh, if, if we do have a sniff at playoff eligibility, the NFL will swoop in and crush it. Yeah. Right. Don't right, wait. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why anyone's even talking about that. We are not going to the playoffs. You are you. I know. I am a pessimist. <laughs> I don't know. So this weekend it's Patriots. Next week, Kansas City Chargers, the COVID Falcons. Now, did you put a COVID hex on the Falcons or is that? Is I that did. Just I think organic? I did. That's but, just... I tried, but then I amended it and said, I really want it for the Chiefs and the Chargers and the Raiders. 
this is bad karma. It's just bad. I, I know it is because now yeah. the Broncos are going to get it. And uh, what I really don't. Well, they're playing the Patriots and, and the Patriots have it. So this is the real thing that I feel the NFL needs to be following the protocol that we know based on the science is the incubation period for this pandemic for the coronavirus. And that is 10 to 14 days. So you shouldn't be playing any team that has anyone exposed to it within that time frame because they could also have it and not know it yet and then test positive, you know, on Monday after we play them. And then we're going to have to have the potential spread on our team. So you're saying that the Patriots aren't being, aren't being uh, safe because oh, they had a player test positive as recently as four days ago? Yes. Maybe you're onto something here, Lori. Four days ago. Right. They should all be quarantined for 10 days at least. And, not, and so then they should have to forfeit the game this Sunday too. They should I forfeit agree. every game. We should, they should forfeit against us twice and we get two wins out of it. I think the Patriots should lose their franchise. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not that much. No. <laughs> Bill Belichick should have to go to another team and, and coach. The, you know, he should have to go coach the other team. Against you have to team. go coach the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> so the spread is nine and a half points. <laughs> Well, so oh, the last time we did this, we thought it was 11 and a half, and then it went to three and a half when they didn't have Cam, right? I think so. I think that's right. Yeah. And now they get Cam back, but we get Drew Locke back, so it's only nine and a half. It's only nine and a half, exactly. So interesting little factoid here. The last time we played the New England Patriots, do you remember what the score was? Mm, when was the last time we played them? 2017. Oh, three years ago? That's what it says. Let's say 28-12. That would have been acceptable. Uh, no, they beat us 41-16. to 16. So it was a slightly larger margin than the nine and a half points they're favored by. Was that a, a Trevor Simeon game or a Paxton Lynch game? It was Brock Osweiler. It was, uh, it was Brock. The this whole game? The time he played... The Patriots with the Broncos and uh, did not win in the snow <laughs> and overtime. Yeah, we like the we prefer the 2015 one better. That was more. Yeah, fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just brutal. They were never in it, so it, it was basically it was eh, more or less over at halftime. I mean, it was they scored 14 points in the first quarter, 13 in the second, and the Broncos kicked three field goals. So. <laughs> So maybe instead of doing a score, we should decide whether (laughs) the Broncos are going to cover the spread or not. Sure. I say no. (laughs) You're you're taking the fun out of this. I really am. Why do you make things that are fun not that way? (laughs) I'll say this. I am looking forward to watching the game because we we do have Drew Locke, and so I'm interested to watch him and and Phil Lindsay is back and he's always fun to watch and so I, I'm not holding out any hopes that we beat the Patriots but it will I will be hoping that we compete and that you know some of these guys getting them back helps us do that so I am looking forward to the game it will be nice to see at least the quarterback 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. If he's going to be our quarterback. I mean, like all right. of a sudden it's like now he's got durability questions surrounding him. I wouldn't are you, say are you taking the Scotty Payne argument that, that it's not like degenerative, like it's not like a knee or something that, that is, yes, he was tackled on his shoulder. Here's what I think that we need to be looking for and, and making sure of. And that is that he does understand and learn how to play quarterback to not get hurt. You know, all these mobile quarterbacks that do a lot of running and running out of the pocket and throwing on the run, they have to be able to fall correctly, to know when they're going to get sacked and tackled so that they you know, can do it in a way that sh- shouldn't hurt them. Or ultimately to get rid of the ball so they don't get sacked, even if that means taking an incomplete and not making a play actually happen. I think you do have to be smarter about that. Well, that's what he was talking about, right? I mean, at, the, yeah. at his press conference, clearly uh, the coaches have been talking to him. It's like, look, it's okay to take the sack as long as you don't break your collarbone. Like, right. <laughs> we, need to, we, need you to, we need you to be healthy. So hopefully he takes it to heart. I mean, he was saying all the right stuff in that press conference, but. Yeah. When you look at Russell Wilson, you look at Cam Newton, the, you know, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. I mean, these guys, they're getting hit pretty hard sometimes. But usually, you know, you're trying – if you're going to run out of the pocket, you need to be confident where your ball is going so that you can get rid of it on time and not just be scrambling around to look for something. I mean, even Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is just so shifty that he can kind of get away with it. But those guys are also – like Cam Newton, he's big. Drew Locke's not really, you know, a big – strong guy i don't know how tall he is but what do you think six foot six two i i i uh think you're not being very not very nice to drew lock right now no i'm just saying oh him and he's not a tank like cam, Newton. <laughs> cam, cam newton's a tank lamar jackson's super fast patrick mahomes he's all over the place so they're they're harder to get to so if you're going to be a mobile quarterback you need to be very mobile and get away or you need to know how to get rid of the ball at the right time so that you're not taking the sack. I, just, I meant to Google Drew Locke and I, to get his height, and I Googled Paxton Lynch. And I was like, oh, he's really tall. Six, seven. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not Drew Locke. Yeah. Just my, my mind was thinking Drew Locke. My fingers thought Paxton Lynch. That's not fair. I owe you, now I owe him an apology. <laughs> that's, that's right. Six, four. Oh, well, that's, that's pretty tall. That's tall. What's his weight? I'm actually quite impressed. Uh, he and I weighed the same amount, 227 pounds. So maybe I should play quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Maybe so. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, he's not a tank, but he's not, he's not wiry. He's slight. My point is that I wouldn't, I wouldn't be worried about durability yet. I would be worried more about decision-making and being able to like understand that he, he shouldn't try to take a bunch of hits. You know, I mean, quarterbacks, you want to protect the quarterback. It doesn't always have to be in the pocket, but if you're going to go out of the pocket, then you need to know 
you need to have a lot of spatial awareness of where the defenders are and where the sack is coming and get away from it. And not get hurt. Right. Don't get hurt, Drew. Yeah, please. don't get hurt. We, need, we, we want you to be the future. We've seen what Justin Herbert looks like, and it looks, it's pretty good. And I really hope that we have our quarterback. I really I can't go through this again next year and the year after and the year after. And there used to be a time when we never saw the third-string quarterback. Never. And it's just like for the last few years, it's just been awful. We've, it's, we've gotten to know every third- and fourth-string quarterback there is. <laughs> I'm tired of those arguments. That's It's just... I mean, we barely even saw the second string. That was only for, like, very short bits of time. All right. So here we go again. Uh, Prediction for for the Sunday, maybe, if we play. 35-24 Patriots. Mm. I'm going to swing out. I'm going to say we shock the world. All right. And only lose by three. No, I, why not? I'll predict a win. Why not? I'll right. say, I, I will say 28-25 Broncos. All right. It'll be a, a, a Brandon McManus special. Field goal to win the game as time expires. A lone tear trickles down Bill Belichick's face, and Josh McDaniels gets a runny nose because he's got the COVID. <laughs> now who's doing a hex? <laughs> I know hex! No hex! You've got to laugh. We've, we've been stuck in our houses for so long, you have to laugh. <laughs> I know. My whole office is here in my basement. I, 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 this used to be a place of, of rest and enjoyment, and now I work from here. I, <laughs> I hear you. You guys may have noticed, I say this to our general audience, Mile High Report has been uh, doing all sorts of fun little updates and stuff on uh, our podcast channels. We, we now do the injury report, odds, we do at press conferences. Like if you want to hear about some of the stuff that we've been talking about, you can actually just let this podcast play and you'll get to the most recent uh, press conference. It's, it's pretty cool. Lori has been doing that and I get to do the, uh, the, the injury reports and Tim does odds. So if you haven't subscribed uh, yet to the channel, because we already have all sorts of wonderful long form uh, podcasts uh, like Cover Two Broncos and Mile High Report Radio. And uh, of course, this fabulous show, Something Something Broncos. But now you get all these like little short, quick hit kind of like breaking news or or whatever. So so you can always just like check it out. Like we're gonna have new content come up all the time. So it's pretty neat. So make sure you subscribe uh, to this channel uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Now that I've gotten that out of the way, and Lori has done her shamanic COVID hexes on half <laughs> the NFL. I think we've run out of things to talk about this week. Are, are we done? Yes. I remember we used to have a mystery question branding. Remember it was like, yeah, yeah. mystery question. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that's that was gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, right. we missed him this week, but he'll be back next week and you get yourself ready because it's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A correction on the reporting of the foul. Both teams were on the, both up. Both fouls were on the kicking team. <laughs> Pat's pulpit has a um, tweet right now. They've, we've reached a new Bill Belichick level today. Not changing his clothes for two days, Bill. <laughs> they showed October 13th and October 15th pictures, and he's dressed exactly the same way. I don't know why I'm so enthralled by this but I, I feel like the NFL is being 
they're way too stupid about their time differences between or their the length of time they're allowing teams to take a break and then go back it's, yeah it doesn't make sense like they're just what a mess what a freaking mess we do you think the Jets or the Falcons are more of a disaster? It's a tough Oh, call. I think the Jets. Well, I don't know. I, th- I, I think the Jets just hate their coach. I, I, <laughs> I think, yeah. I think they, they just, they, there's no want in that team. I think it, maybe with a little new re- leadership, they might have uh, more success. But maybe you should have known from the very first press conference that was going to be a disaster. Ever since right? Adam like, Gase had his eyes all boogly-eyed. Like, we still have never gotten an uh, explanation for why he looked like he was on drugs. They did, they, they were, but it, I don't accept it. I think they, they tried to say he has a condition with his eyes where in bright lights, they bug out like that. Like, well, you know, it's easy to check that considering that every Sunday he's on a field with bright lights and that doesn't happen. So clearly that's not the truth. You would have had to speak to the media once a week with the Broncos as the offensive coordinator, right? Yeah, I, I, but but he did it. He did it in the dark, underneath the sheet, so we didn't see it. I, you know, what I think sucks about this too is Kansas City got to get out of their Thursday night game. Which yeah, I think they is unfair. Suck. I hate I them. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I hate them. I hate them. <laughs>